wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Welcome to episode 71 of Here Comes Some Wisdom. Now, don't get too rattled, but Trevor's microphone is uh, a bit fuzzy for the first four or five minutes. But stick with it. It's going to be a good episode. And uh, we're going to start a Kickstarter fund for Trevor to afford some new RAM for his computer because sometimes 16 gigabytes isn't enough. Well, enjoy the episode. The 97 Bonneville. She's done. She's done? It's, it's, oh. it's over. The dream is done done no coming back going no to the back in black going to the scrapyard i should have just left it dead instead of taking it out to the cemetery behind the spooky house and burying it well i'm not as upset as i should be because i'd sort of been preparing myself for this day you know since you broke it to me about two months ago yeah. i knew that it was coming close so i've so you're saying that yeah you're saying just like leaving it running as the gas leaks into the fuel into like the oil pan for a little bit that trick didn't work for that long. <laughs> no, it didn't hold out, Brent. You were there for the last days of it, hey? It wasn't yeah. pretty. It never it, is. There is too many tricks involved just to get uh, the damn thing to run. And that's how you're going to remember it, Trevor, those no, last days. nothing but love. I, I, I'm going to go out there tonight with my guitar, you know, play Cadillac Ranch to it. Yeah. Have a good So what cry. are you going to get? Are you going to get a real Cadillac now? Oh, you know what? The thing is, is I'm in a, I'm in a predicament here because... Uh, okay. Because I am going on tour in a week. Oh, with the money you'll make from that, it's yeah. Cadillac time. <laughs> there we go. But no, I kind of was counting on taking her across the because I'm going overseas in like a month. Oh, that's new breaking news here yes, on the pod. Yes, yes, so, yes. So going overseas for about a year. Oh, and, and uh, so the guy who sold, I put a new engine in it, right? Yeah, and it died. I sold the engine and was like, oh, okay, I feel bad. Like, it should have never, never seized or whatever, blah, blah, blah. So he's telling me, what, what, just give me your car, you take tires, there's battery out. And I'm going to trade you for, yes, a 97, or 99 Buick. Thank you very much. Oh, nice. That's an upgrade. Very good. That's even more of an old man car. Buick, yeah, that's I'm back Frank, to the Buick. I, I that, dr- has Frank seen it? Does he like it? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> But it's it, he would approve, definitely. Nice. Definitely approve. Well, why don't you do, give us some tour dates here for the listeners? Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know the dates, but we're playing Winnipeg and Brandon and Regina and probably Saskatoon and Calgary and Vancouver and Squamish and Lethbridge and Clear Lake and Dauphin. So, so people should, uh, if, the, if they're, say, out in Squamish and they need to know, then they should email herecomesomewisdom at gmail.com and uh, we'll hook you up with some dates. Or they could just go to my website. But or we could get guess, more email. I guess I we've got to go know. through the We've got to go through the podcast here, right? i got to fit the TrevorGordonMusic.com. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so, Carter, did you know that my stepdad's been dead for about 10 years? <laughs> Yeah, we're halfway through our little Tobo adventure, season four, and it doesn't let up from here. It gets more serious. It doesn't quite get into full lost mode yet. That's a little bit later, but... Well, I did notice that they were going supernatural there for mm-hmm. a while last yeah. season. Yeah. Did they get back to some diamonds? Well... I Nepo- hope. Yeah. Well, how we'll play this is I give a title, and then Trevor tries Kay. to... Okay give a synopsis for it 
Napoleon is the title. Napoleon of the season four premiere episode. Premiere of episode. Ho- Hobo goes to Louisiana. No, Hobo goes to New Orleans, and hmm. there's no way that he somehow hovered his way to France, right, Brent? No. Okay, good. No, okay, what Shepard happens? Did not do that. He's helping to fight cattle rustlers who are bothering a rancher. Napoleon. Interesting. In the, the year. Were there cattle rustlers in the 80s? Yeah, that still happened. Probably still does. Still happened. Yeah, just steal a cow here and there. I always wanted to, st- could you like steal a tractor or something that's just sitting in a field? The keys are probably always around them. Yeah, who locks up their tractor, really? Mm-hmm. But that's how you get shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Farmers okay. don't mess around. Okay. Back to nature. Uh, the hobo decides that he's done too much for other people and decides he's going to go he hiking really into so. the bush only to find a family that gets lost mm-hmm. and their food goes downriver. That's mm-hmm. close. You just <laughs> thought the walking in nature part, so something. Uh, yeah. He's hobo aids a woman in labor and oh, her sh- injured husband. So go for injured. a hike. Go for a hike. He trips and falls. She can't get out by herself, I guess. And goes into labor. Right. Holy crap. You better not take Allison hiking. Mm. Or take a dog. Light, yeah. (laughs) Or just hope for a strange dog. (laughs) Just hope for the hobo to show up. Episode six of the season. Happy birthday, comma, mum. Now is this... Hobo reunites with his mum? Is this Hobo's mom or some kid's mom that Hobo tries to help I out? really hope it's Hobo's mom. That'd be sweet. Oh, Hobo brings together two teenage brothers who are feuding when both enter a bike race hoping to win their mother's loyalty. Always loyalty. Loyalty and plays like, an important part. So like it's, if and the winner, teenagers, if, if the winner of the race get, can bu- gets a nice gift to give to mom. Oh. You know what I bet oh. she wants more than anything? Her two sons to get along. No, she doesn't. No, she wants no. the gift. Mother's like keeping the kids fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Episode seven, eight, and nine. A trifecta. The spirit of Thunder Rock. That's oh, that sounds good. A trilogy, oh, man. Oh, nice. Man. Sounds like it's a bit like out of the city, a bit in the wild west, maybe. <sighs> They're back to nature again. They're camping in a mountain somewhere. There's a There's ghost. two big things that happen. Native Americans, if it's the spirit of something. Yeah. yeah. Gotta be some kind of ghost. And the spirit of Thunder Rock. And a terrible storm. Okay. And the thunder rolls. What happens? A geologist's daughter discovers treasure. Of course. Who helps them survive <laughs> an earthquake. Trevor, when what? in doubt, always guess treasure. So yeah. she got treasure and then what? Then an earthquake. Oh, I was pretty good with the storm then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But wait, is the earthquake happen because she took the treasure? I think you got to watch like the episode to find out. I bet you it is. I bet you like she should have never touched that treasure. Mm-hmm. Sacred treasure. And then the, the gods give her like an earthquake to deal with. The season's strong. Day for Fright. Day for Fright. It's a Friday the 13th spinoff at like Crystal Lake. Uh, it's a Halloween episode, right? <laughs> Could be. When did it originally air? When did it originally air? Does it say? 25th November, 82. 
Oh, so just a little after Halloween. Damn it. I thought that could have been their Halloween yeah. special. This one's complicated. Hobo happens upon a real crime on a movie set. Well, and then mm, how do you yeah. convince anyone? And how does the dog stay on the movie set? Yeah. These are all quests. Mm. Rabies. <laughs> well, <laughs> a raccoon. I guess it's better than, like, you know, scabies. <laughs> I was going to go much worse, but yes. Mm. Hobo tries to keep a rabid raccoon, like Carter said, from coming into contact with anyone while trying to lo- the lo- alert the local authorities to where it is. And Hobo doesn't get bit? Hopefully not. I bet there's, yeah. There's I bet she has threat. to go for a blood test. Mm-hmm. Trooper is the next one. Trooper. Hobo goes on tour with a mediocre band. <laughs> No, something about a state trooper uh, trying to bust the cops. Ooh. Diamond smuggler, state trooper. That's no. pretty good, actually. Hobo finds an abandoned baby in an evacuated town, actually. What? Trooper. Trooper? That's called trooper? Yeah. That's what we call dumpster baby. The loneliest day of the week. But what is the... The loneliest day of is? the week. It's got to be Wednesday. I think it could be Friday. No, I mean, you're going to tell your friends Saturday. on Friday. Well, if you have no friends, though. Yeah. I'd say Saturday, I guess, because it's the whole day. You got no, nothing. No, because the wisdom comes out on Saturday, usually. So you're with our fr- yeah, your but friends. It, didn't, Carter, it, it, it did it in December of 82, Carter. Mm-hmm. They took a break. This was Jan 1983. So I'm already a couple years old by then. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hobo helps a relationship start between a widow and a bachelor. Ooh. Matchmaking, Hobo. That's a Garth Brooks song. Between a woman and a man. And I know this takes a a Garth Brooks song that's exactly about that. And I know this takes a bit, but there's some good ones. There's a few more left, and it finishes strong. Hit it. Double double vision. Double vision. There's two. It's twins. It's like a it's a John Claude Van Damme double impact type <laughs> of scenario. No, camping in the woods, they lose their glasses and they're blind without their glasses. So hobos no way. Walk two hobos are two two brothers that are twins or something. Okay, a traveling artist who resembles a small town's corrupt mayor, both played <laughs> by Leslie Yao, <laughs> arrives for a visit at the same time hobo does. So. I'd like to see an in the actor studio with Les with Lester Yao. How did you play both characters, Lester? How did the hobo differentiate between the two of you? <laughs> yeah, the hobo winner, had such different body language. Winner take all. Oh, I think it's a county fair and it's like a pie baking contest winner or something. Winner take all. Winner take all. Some kind of gambling take situation. All the Hobo's friend gets a winning lotto ticket. And there Dude, must be criminals and stuff. That is, that is, that's an observation in humanity to seeing how that person reacts. Mm-hmm. Did he cut to You want to know someone about, you want to know about someone, you see how they react when they win the lottery. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen that often, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you Small make some hobo yeah. nose shirts yet, Carter? Hobo nose? No, I'm gonna talk to uh, yeah. my hookup tomorrow night. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna t- I'm just gonna what tell you small pleasures. 
because I don't want small pleasures. I, Wait, yeah, that's small pleasures. Small pleasures, not small. Small, small pleasures. This combines hobos, some of hobos' famous stuff. Diamonds. There has to be diamonds. Okay. Um, small pleasure. Diamonds, treasure, corrupt. Somebody's corrupt, and he's reuniting a family. Yeah. Hobo tries to stop two ex-cons trying to steal <laughs> a valuable item in a in a miniature town, <laughs> unbeknownst to the tiny town's current owner. Tiny town's current owner. Classic mm-hmm. hobo. Yeah. Damn it! That's not even the finale. Season finale. A oh, two-parter. Wow. This you just have to think back to what what's hobos go to if it's not crime, their other go to thing. This is the five labors of Hercules. What's his guess, other go to thing? Well, it's giving someone confidence yeah. normally or self respect or yeah. dignity. And I think Hercules is probably the name that hobo gets for these. So it's not like a that's not the trick. Five labors of Hercules. So what's his other go to? Do you think helping uh, Russian women? Yeah, he does like the Russian ladies. Smugglers, people with low self-esteem. Hobo helps a young handicapped boy start his own business. Uh, of yes. course he does. It's a heartwarming finish to a season. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for next season because in the first uh, first episode of Hobo Knows, you uh, you teased season five just is out of this world. Yeah, but Can't wait. The thing is, is this dog is better than most people on the planet. Most people, yeah. <laughs> he, he's part of the one percent. We're the ninety-nine percent. <laughs> well, just just wait around for season five. All will be revealed. Imagine if the hobo has a seedy past that he's tried to get redemption for. <laughs> no, he's so a, that's why he, he's a person. That's why he does all these good deeds because he was a dirty hobo. In dog a before. previous life, he was a person who committed many sins, and yeah. so he's been reincarnated <gasps> as a dog that now has that to go. Is a good season wandering five twist. the world to uh, okay, just around just a random one from season five to just wet your taste buds for next week. Okay. okay. Yes. It's called Lumberjacks, and a gambler plans to sabotage a lumberjack contest, and that <laughs> one's not even good. love me some lumberjack competitions (laughs) oh man so have we made any uh progress on um your body glide avocado avocado honey body glide i'm still working on the formula have you been have you been applying it every day (laughs) taking it to work seeing how it feels i took an avocado and just went right to town you rubbed um, avocado all over yourself? Oh, everywhere, Carter. Everywhere. <laughs> for, for science. Oh, no. How do you uh, rub... Yeah. Where exactly do you rub an avocado-shaped <laughs> thing? I think he uh, <laughs> took the, the, the seed out and like just mashed it up, I'm hoping. So it's pretty much just guacamole, right? You could just pull the stuff out and rub it on, or you just keep it in the shell? Um, I keep it in the shell until it just mashes up, and then you just kind of smear it everywhere. Covered most of my upper body and all the important parts, you know, to see how it would work as a chafe, chafe bear. Did you look like the Incredible Hulk by the time it was done? Yeah, I had a lot of ants. I was playing volleyball and it just was gross. It was a bad situation. Covered in ants, you know, red (laughs) ants biting me in the the, the junk. Just green. Yeah, Mm. so I don't know about, might have to add a little honey to that, you know. Yeah, okay. Maybe a little honey, maybe a little beeswax. Mm -hmm. 
well, you know, it can't be fresh. It's going to be preserved avocado or something. I don't know. Uh, dehydrated yeah. spaceship avocado. Spaceship avocado. Damn, that's a good name for a band. I'd like to talk to you about a situation that some parents got put in. It's a really bad situation. What is your opinion about chronic blushing? Do you suffer? Up to nearly 10% of Americans suffer from chronic blushing. Where your like, face just turns red? Yeah. Is it under embarrassing circumstances or just... Any type of like uncomfortable situation you get, you can blush. That's just so I think normal, I, have I think. A, I think I might have a... Uh, there's levels to it, Trevor. I think I, I turn red pretty quick. I think I just have some rosy cheeks. Okay. But this poor, this is poor parents. So their 20 year old son came out as a chronic blusher last year. They put him in a shed and burnt him. um, Last week at university, he jumped out of an 11th story building and killed himself. Oh, wow. I was mean saying that. Yeah. And in a five page letter to his parents, he part of the thing that he said was he hopes that his death brings some attention to this disease. To so now they have to yeah. So now they have to spend the rest of their life like, bringing attention to this chronic blushing disease. Educating that the really masses. Sucks. Yeah, that seems really boring. No, I just no don't know gonna. if you have the right to do that in a suit. Be like, oh, I can't do anymore. But I hope you really. I hope you focus on this now. Well, did he inherit it from one of them? Must be in the. It's got to be in the genes. It's not just. Were, were both of his parents blushing as they read the letter? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't funny, Carter. <laughs> it's a comedy podcast. You gotta laugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're the terrible one today. Yeah. But it leads to uh, well, what is actually known as erythrobia. What? This blushing can lead to a disease called erythrobia. Where it's an intense fear of blushing, or where you'd see your face red, gives you a crippling fear of being around people or public places. So it's just anxiety, pretty much. Of get, yeah, get and it makes you feel depression. Huh. So you're just a screw-up. Mm. You need to go so to a doctor and get some help. About your blushing? Yeah. Yeah. Get some anxiety drugs or something, you know. Yeah. So I guess the note for this is, I think, have we, I don't know if Carter's reached the age yet, but... It's sort of point where you stop caring about anything. Like what other people really th- what other people really think of you, I think. Yeah, but that at some age. point. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> like you see me right now got some mustache going. Just cause. I think my beard it might right be terrible. I would be terrible. put my beard against your but mustache and whose is worse right now and uncapped. Yep. But both your Facial hairs are both pretty gross when <laughs> unkempt. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. Who cares? Blush, just blush away, listeners out there. Mm-hmm. That's my blush with pride. Mm-hmm. Use it. Can I throw twenty dollars at a hotel worker in Winnipeg to for a room upgrade? In, yes, in Vegas you work? can. I don't know about in Winnipeg. 
In Winnipeg, that's like the equivalent of throwing like $100 to someone in Vegas. But has that ever been done in Canada? Is that ever done in Canada? Is that just a Vegas thing? But we just give them a crisp bill and they take you to a better suite? Yeah, when you so like show up late in the day. So it's not over. So it's like, okay, no one else is coming. There's lots of spots available. Oh, I Shit. like it. Have you done it, Brent? Have you done that? I'm going to be trying this like tomorrow. tomorrow. It's my anniversary. So you're going in? Yeah. Have an an eight-month pregnant wife. I think you need a bigger room. What I've read about is the wallet trick, where inside your ID, because you don't want to make a big scene out of it, so you have $20 just folded up in the ID when you pass it there. Or something about the with the credit card. You got to do it. There. You know how awkward that's going to be. Why don't you just be like, "I'll give you twenty bucks if you give us a better room, bud." Yeah, that's actually, not how it's, that's I not can how see it's this done. turning bad, right? You'd be like winking and be like nudging towards the wall. Yeah, I would think like you wanted that. like you wanted like get with him. You know, he'd be like, "What? What's mm-hmm. happening? Why is this guy making passes at me?" Yeah, yeah just because. How about you like tried? You'd be like, "Okay, whatever." You'd walk by him and like your hand would hit his butt by accident and like. <laughs> Just, it, it would just go wrong. It just would go so wrong. It's basically a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, so you got to tell him straight up, I'll give you 20 bucks if you can upgrade my room. Do it. Or flash a piece of paper. Have it written on a... Yeah. yeah people, <laughs> Bank robbery people style. Like right, I enough. have a gun and then cross out gun and put $20 <laughs> for a better room. Nice. Hey! Yeah, how is how is um, how is the hurricane doing dating wise? Oh, we've got some hits. I haven't. There's a, a lot of women that have been sending messages from what I see in my emails. I know, I know. I'll go. Uh, I'll go check it Carter, out. Carter, you're probably meeting all of these women, aren't you? <laughs> Carter I, started this web this dating account as himself and is like meeting women. I got to say, it is kind of embarrassing that I'm, uh, you know, checking this and reading. Well, we gotta, we gotta. Man, it's just scandalous. I don't know if you've been looking at this, but we got a we got a message from somebody yesterday. From no, I've never I've never signed on. I've just gotten email notifications. Fishing girl looking for fun. Yeah, that's her name, hey. Yeah, she is from Dauphin. She is twenty five. She's five foot six, and she says, "Hi." And Wait, that's it. That's, that's it. it. What's what's going on? That's it. This is from this is from my missing things. Or oh yeah, I forgot. You don't listen to the episodes that you're not on. So uh, oh. we, we created a fake uh, <laughs> fake account. <laughs> Here comes some wisdom account with uh, the hurricane, our famed <laughs> character as the uh, the principal. You know, pr- the person. His on profile. Website. We made a profile and for the hurricane. I got a Peyton Manning lookalike, and uh, it's pretty good to look like, as you can see on the blog. And, um, yeah, so we're, we're out there fishing for ladies and fishing girl looking for fun. And he's been getting some hits. Yeah. We've got some chemistry hits and stuff and nothing too good so far. You know, fishing girl for fun doesn't have a poster picture, a picture posted. So what's, tell us a little bit about her. (sighs) She's a Caucasian Scorpio with brown hair. Okay. She's Christian. Really? Yeah. How old? 25 huh i should probably not say her profession because it'll probably out her (laughs) immediately so i will not be doing that and uh 
doesn't have children, but she wants. What kind them. of body type? It doesn't say. Most of the other ones, uh, uh, most of the ones we, matches we have so far are uh, not reporting that. So I am pretty okay. sure that that means I'm just not the athletic build. I'm just going to put that out there. I think they're probably just hotties, but they don't want to be used for their bodies. Mm. They're like, I want a man to love me for who I am. This sounds like a Reba song. <laughs> it it is so I don't know I'm not going to send any messages back at anybody but uh, why not because that that blurs line from a podcast gag to actually uh, grounds for a divorce I think <laughs> oh you just send her a link to like the you and me go fishing in the dark video on YouTube like send her holy a crap I'm Come doing on. that I'm Come so doing on. that oh yes and then it's going to get heavy. And then we're going to tell Janelle. <laughs> and then you're a dead man. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking of changing our tagline from Rocky Like a Hurricane to Pretty Fly for a White Guy. No way. <laughs> I'm just thinking like the most uncool thing ever. Just like this guy. Just we got to be true to character. True. That's the most important thing we do when we're on a dating website. Is you, you know what his? Yourself. You know what the Hurricanes' profession is, Brent? A workout video producer. <laughs> Wait, what? You said that? Yeah. yeah. So here's the hur- updated Hurricane description. Have you ever this heard? Have you ever heard that Guns N' Roses song? They're out to get me. Well, that was written about me. I'm creating a workout video in the vein of Taibo, but without all that kicking crap. Just punches <laughs> here. I like tattoos and got my first one on the school bus given to me by my brother. I'm into fireworks, too, and anything that goes boom. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? And my idea... That's his profile. Yeah, and we're actually getting some hits here. I, I guess Somebody's replied to that. People have, yeah. So I'm guessing the dating scene in Dauphin is not what it used to be. His interests include punching, working out, Motley Crue, and the Firebird. First date idea. We go out, drink some beers, and I may beat the crap out of someone at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, Carter. So, keep Brent, what do you think? I don't like this, this one bit. a terrible idea. What's one that? Bit. I don't like it one bit. It's Carter's cold-bloodedness again. What am I persona? Am I am I preying on uh, the hearts and minds of young girls out there everywhere? Yes. Live, laugh, love. I'm gonna get that tattooed on my ass. <laughs> I was thinking if you had to get a a band symbol tattooed on on you, like you're forced to. What uh, what Does band? Does it have to be an actual name? Or it has to be, be like a band symbol. I was thinking. It's got to be Aerosmith. The wings, the big A, the Aerosmith and Funky 70s writing under. That would totally be mine. You'd actually get that tattooed on No, you. if I had to get a band tattoo, it would be Aerosmith. I think I'd get a little Elvis silhouette. Does that count? Yeah, like his face. That'd be good. No, like all blacked out, like the silhouette of him dancing with the microphone. And he's kind of like... Yeah, like arm thing. one up, arm up in the air. Oof. Yeah, I'm actually probably going to get that on me someday. So That's actually a pretty good tattoo. I, I, if I ever got a tattoo, that'd probably be the only thing I'd get. Straight up Elvis. I like it. Brent? Mm-hmm. What tattoo? Obvious choice would be just a little... I know what you'd get. Mm. What? 
Can I guess? Yeah. The little stick people from Radiohead. Yeah, that would be it. And unfortunately, yeah, I'm glad shaking it. hands. Yeah. That'd be a good one though, because it it would be kind of um, subtle, you know. Kind of, right? Because what else could? I'm wondering what now else. Now, if you had to get a tattoo on your butt, what would it be? Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Aerosmith. There's nothing. Is there any tattoo a guy can get on their butt that's cool? Above the butt or on it? Like Actually, lower either. back or like a tramp stamp, a guy tramp stamp. Like just above. Huh? Calvin peeing. we